The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Happy New Year. Uh, before we turn the page to 2024, we got some outstanding, unfinished business, uh, some housekeeping from 2023. Uh, starting with um, the foundation cracking uh, for your Philadelphia Eagles, uh, I, you know, not I'm starting the year off trolling. Wait, wait, I'm okay. starting the year off trolling. I'm, sta- I'm, I'm starting the year off on the right foot. Can, can I can I start off a year in a different way too? Go ahead. You're an asshole. <laughs> okay, let me just say it right now. I am. Oh, <laughs> you know, like listen. Hey, happy Tell new me year. Something I don't know. I said happy new year. I said it. I did. I said happy new year. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you didn't text me when the ball dropped. You ain't text me at like twelve oh one, twelve oh two. I texted you. I texted you. Bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> Motherfucker, the phone worked both ways. I didn't get no. I didn't get shit from you. Don't lie. You ain't got to lie. I mean, you could have just called me an asshole and left it at that. And nobody would have disagreed. Like, right, right, like right. yeah, you know, it's like that would have been, I wouldn't argue with that. But then when you had to like put on the extra I stuff, I it was know. understood. It was understood. When you are age, when you're 44 and 54, respectively, 53. you still get, 53. sure. You still, you still, I got to add that 10. You still, you still gotta, you still have to send text and it understood we grown ass men. Like, do I have to text you for every holiday? Like, yes. that shit gets exhausting. I don't really? care. Are you? Sh- it's exhausting for other I, people. Now, it, listen, I don't expect the text. Well, you, listen, re- reciprocate. You ain't gotta text me every holiday. I know I it's all love. You ain't gotta text me for every holiday. I get it. Like that's, bro. You know what I'm now trying to do? And spend my bro. entire first day of 2024 texting everybody Happy New Year. Let's just have a day going on that. No, I think you got a no. couple. You got to have like, I thought about this. It's really a full time job or a part time job. Uh, add another part time job. Yes, that's why I don't do it. But I would say you should cap it around thirty or thirty five. The thirty five people, thirty five people, or, or, or let's go. Let's keep it with the year. Twenty four people that you need to reach out to. And then you stop. Oh, now we got top friends. What is this, MySpace? Or as Bill Belichick would say, my face. So if you don't get a text, then you know you're not one of my top 24 friends. That's right. That's probably worse. Probably worse. Others receiving votes. Others receiving votes. Hey, hey Michael. Hey, Michael. Happy New Year. Thank you. Uh, Merry Merry New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. Uh, That might be the greatest shirt you've ever worn. I don't know if you've worn it before, but props on a T-shirt. Yes. Um, Why waste time on the microphone? Why waste time? So, so, yeah, and speaking of wasting time, don't deflect, and we'll get to the shit that's happened since then, but we need to go back to 2023, because I seem to recall just, and you know, 
this has been on my heart for a while. Not just my mind, but my heart and my spirit. Oh, so is, you know it's serious. You know it's serious. This is church stuff. You know? This is church stuff. Not my chest. <laughs> exactly. This is on my spirit. The Lord, the Lord put this on my heart. <laughs> he spoke to me. He spoke to me. <laughs> he, he visited me. He visited upon me. As I'm watching the Eagles come apart at the seams, yes. I remember you like getting so incensed about this arrogance on the part of the San Francisco 49ers because it's been a long time since we did a show. It's been a long time, probably longer since you and I have done a show. So a lot's happened since then. And I just remember, oh, you, you, the Niners, the, the arrogance of the 49ers, y'all haven't done anything. And, 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 you know, you guys always blame everybody else. It's like, meanwhile, this was, it was still, such a pot, meat, kettle, glasshouse throwing bricks critique on the part of you and everybody else associated with the Philadelphia Eagles fan base talking about, oh, it's cool. We'll see you when it matters. Oh, it's still coming through Philadelphia. Look at the easy schedule. And I specifically cited the Arizona Cardinals. I was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, Ooh. division games with the Giants, the Cardinals the to say easy. nothing of to say nothing Clearly not for the Philadelphia Eagles, who do one thing right now well. The Eagles have one. The Eagles. No, it wasn't easy. Ain't no such thing as an easy schedule. I rebuke that. I hate that phrase in the NFL anyway. To say nothing. To say nothing of Drew Locke cooking you in prime time. But right now, all I want to say is your Philadelphia Eagles have one thing going for them and one thing only, and that's the tush push. Otherwise, they're ass. (laughs) That's all I had to say. That's all they do well is push people. If it was rugby, they'd be the best team in the NFL. Other than that, miss me with your whole senior. Y'all ain't even making an entire title game. You might not even win a division at this point. You're probably going to choke it away in the Happy New Year. That's right. Happy New Year. Hold on. Look, look, you bring up up some excellent points now. I just want to point this out. You bring some excellent points. They will not win the division. They are unlikely. This collapse is so stunning that they need help to win the division because it's not just about winning against the Giants if they're right. fortunate enough to beat the Giants. Cowboys got to lose too, right? And the Cowboys have to lose to the Commanders. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I can't believe if you told me. So I, I, but see, I don't take anything for granted. I don't take anything for granted. Told- Unlike you, I don't look at the schedule and assume anything. Oh, stop you it. Know? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Most people do. Most good teams, most good I teams, like most, most good teams understand that there are some points in the schedule where you're going to, you got to bring it. And then there are some other points where you still have to be a professional, blah, 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 all that stuff. But let's not pretend like the Arizona Cardinals are the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles lost to both of them. But let's not pretend that these two things are the same. No, but the Cardinals, the Cardinals record, though, the Cardinals record belies how competitive they've been. And there were the Cardinals early in the season. and They were the ones that got Kyler Murray. That was a different team, yeah. I, which yeah, also okay. beat Dallas without Kyler Murray. But I would say this. I would say this. I'm shocked. I'm shocked at not only the level of play, Michael, but it is, I'm, I'm criticizing Philadelphia here. Not just the level of play, but the panic. They, they are panicked, and they're panicking. Why? Because they don't have answers. Nick Sirianni doesn't have answers. Once he decided to put the, to make Sean decide the fall guy, 
and make Matt Patricia his defensive coordinator. And Matt Patricia's first game as defensive coordinator, you already referenced it. You got Drew Locke at his own eight-yard line, 92 yards to go with Drew Locke. And all you have to do is keep the Seahawks out of the end zone and you win the game and you cannot, you can't let Drew cook. So Drew, <laughs> Drew Locke beats you. You, you lose to the Cardinals. Like, there's so many things that have just gone wrong with this team. It's not the defense either. It's not just Sean Desai. It's both coordinators. No. Both coordinators yeah, at this point. All three coordinators who have touched it. And it's the head coach. The head coach well, doesn't have answers. They're in trouble. They're really in big trouble. They need – at this point, you mentioned, you mentioned the Lord putting something on your heart. Uh, uh Hey, I need a miracle, Lord. We need a miracle in Philadelphia. Okay, so we go. So we gonna leave. We gonna leave this rivalry between me and you, and the Eagles. The pro, this, by proxy, the Eagles and the 49ers, Neither of which we are even fans of. It's just a me and you thing. Right. We gonna leave that That's in twenty three because y'all ain't even on that level. Agreed. But speaking of answers, how about these questions? How about these questions that Nick Sirianni got on WIP? You started asking him about A, did you lose the team B? Or is he concerned about his future? Is it that serious? But then again, we are talking about Philadelphia, right? That's 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 how they roll. I was gonna say they will they will brotherly shove you out the door, even if they (laughs) built a statue in your honor. (laughs) And and, and it's not just and look, Mike, it's not just the fans in Philly. How did Nick Sirianni get the job? He got the job. When Doug Peterson was fired, a couple right. of years, actually, I, you tell me. I don't think there's any other example of this. Doug Peterson is the only coach who has a statue in a city where he was fired. I, I like. I, I don't think. I don't think any other coach has it like that. There's a yeah. Doug Peterson statue. Mm. He got a statue, dog. Right. He's got a statue. And two years after, or three years after. They won that, or maybe it's the, or maybe it's the timing. I'm sure some other coach got a, yeah, some other coach probably got a statue, but they weren't they fired fired. immediately after and still coaching somewhere else type thing. Your your points well taken. Your points well taken. Ain't many coaches, ain't many coaches with 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 statues anyway. So, I think right, no, right, it's a small sample size. I will tell you that it's not just him because I think it's Howie Roseman. So Roseman moves on, moved on from Doug Peterson. And if I'm Sirianni, yeah, I am feeling a little uncomfortable because from Roseman's perspective, you've you've got the players. You got a great O line, you yeah. got a great D line. Yeah. You've you you've stocked the cupboard. The cupboards are for the pantry is full of goodies. Right. Injuries. And Everybody got injuries. Yeah. The only thing you would look at if you wanted to if you wanted to be of that mind, if you run in a team, you say, well. Only thing we're missing, head coach has not come up. Head coach has not delivered this thing the way I want it delivered. So yeah, I'd be. I, I understand why he's getting those questions, and I wouldn't be very comfortable if I were him. I wouldn't be very comfortable thinking I'm going to be back uh, coaching in the 2024 season. All right. Speaking of statues, moving right along. Uh, a lot's happened on the MVP front since you and I last talk uh, because I'm a fair man. Uh, I will acknowledge Brock Purdy uh, and his four interceptions <laughs> against oh. Baltimore. 
Um, they threw four interceptions against the best defense in the league. I never said. I never. I never said. I never said that he was never going to have a bad game. Far be it for a quarterback to have a bad game. Oh my God! No quarterback. Other than Brock Purdy has ever thrown four interceptions. That was a league record. I missed the part where that was an NFL hey, record or first in NFL history. And you used to cover, I, I know you covered the Patriots. Remember that time in that big game uh, at home that Tom Brady threw four interceptions? No, you don't. No, it didn't happen. You, you, you were okay. comparing this oh, 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 so, oh, so now, oh, so now we can go Tom to Tom Brady when it's convenient. I didn't compare him to Tom Brady. I compared his rise and his story to Tom Brady. Why I gotta say it louder for the people in the back? You yeah. know what I said. You know exactly what I said, but then you go twist this stuff again. And you got me cussing on. I, I said I wasn't gonna cuss in 2024. I wasn't gonna put people working at him. Why did you say that? Who'd you say that to? I don't know. Who'd you I don't say know. That to? I, to, that just like, no, just stop lying to you. I know. I lied to myself. If you but stop, I, but I wasn't. If you stop cussing, that's not you. You gotta, you gotta embrace that's you. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But I don't want to be gratuitous with it. Okay. But that having said, I wasn't even here to talk about Brock Purdy. Well, yes and no. I, I want to talk about Lamar Jackson, who has since seemingly locked up the MVP. He's locked it up. I mean, it is, he's going to rest in week 18 against Pittsburgh. It's, it's all sold up. All right. But, and, and thankfully so. Thankfully so. Because I said this, I said this prior to Brock Purdy's four interception game, I believe. I believe it was prior to that game. And it only got worse from there. It only got worse on both sides. I said prior to the game that I hated this MVP discussion because it was devoid of objectivity. It was devoid of logic and it was becoming toxic along the lines of the 2022-2023 NBA MVP discussion. Where okay. it's just like, you know what? I'm tapping out of this. Yeah, then yeah. Brock Purdy proceeded to have a bad game against the best defense in the league. Okay. And okay, disqualify himself from excuse the MVP me, conversation. No, it's not an excuse. It's a fact. Yeah, he had a bad yeah, game yeah, against the best defense yeah. in the league. Conversely, conversely, Lamar Jackson cooked one of the best defenses in the league. And everybody decided to jump on the Lamar Jackson MVP campaign at that moment. Don't sit here and lie and say that prior to that game, there was this groundswell of support for Lamar Jackson as MVP. There was not. Was he in the conversation? He absolutely was in the conversation, okay? Was he leading the conversation? Absolutely not, okay? Because the statistics were not there. So people were not talking about Lamar as this ironclad MVP candidate until he did it against Brock Purdy, which tells me that it was never about football. It was about right. fitting a narrative, an agenda, yes. or fitting in with a certain crowd. But okay, right. taking nothing from Lamar Jackson. He then goes out, and after some... I'm not going to name call. I'm not going to name call. Okay. After a, a media member that I never heard of invokes the term quarterbacky. Say or lack thereof when it comes to Lamar Jackson, and I gotta hear that BS for several days, only for Lamar Jackson to go out and 
damn near looked like Brock Purdy. I'm kidding. No, seriously, looked like Tom Brady <laughs> with a with a perfect passer rating and five touchdowns. Yeah. How's that for how's that for quarterbacky? So all in all, there was just so much stupidity being spewed by people who are not qualified to discuss this. And thank God it's over. Thank you, Lamar Jackson, for dropping the mic on the MVP conversation so that people who shouldn't be on microphones talking about this can shut up once and for all. That's all I had to say about that. Okay. Listen. Uh, as a poet, as a poet says, weak ideas irritate my ears, right? So I understand the frustration. We, we going to do that the whole show? I'm here for that. Listen, I do this all day. This is one I'm of my, this is seriously, Rakim is one of my, I told you this before, he is one of my writing heroes. Put it on an application once for an internship. Who are some of your favorite writers? I, I think I may have uh, named the woman behind me up here, Nikki Giovanni, uh, Tony Morrison, and... William Griffin, also known as Rakim. Anyway, um, I would say this. Where was I? I was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where was I? You know, 54, man. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Happened to me at 44. Lose my train of thought real 53. fast. 53, 53, 53. But I would say with, with Lamar and the conversations, before we get to Lamar, the player, you start talking about some of the stupidity. And I mentioned oh, the yeah. weakness. It, it precedes it, this. You're right. <laughs> why is it? I, I, but, I, but this happens all the time. If I were, if I came out and you came out, let's say the beginning of this season, 2024, 2023 season, and we both gave this brilliant analysis. I know, fat chance. But we gave this brilliant analysis of what Lamar Jackson was going to do under Todd Munkin and how this is the best offense for him. And no mm. matter who's there, Lamar is ready at 26, soon to be 27 years old, to go to another level as a player. Like the they wouldn't they wouldn't be mad about it. They wouldn't talk about it. It's almost like stupidity is lucrative. Like if you're a clown, for sure, you for say sure. stupid stuff. Right, people will like pay attention to that. But wh why are you paying attention to that? Why does right. that get you going? I, I, I'm always fascinated by this, Michael. Like, it's a, I didn't major in psychology, didn't minor in psychology, but is there something wait, about say, the human condition or is it about Wait, when you say why, you say, oh, okay. So when you say why people pay attention, you're talking about the individuals themselves or are you yeah. talking about us collectively? No, it's the individuals because they, okay. the coaches will pick that up and say, hey, look what this guy said about you. Uh, fan bases will get involved. We we always play. We, we praise the Ravens. A couple weeks ago, I called them the A plus students of the NFL. You you say wonderful things about Eric Costa, Ozzie Newsom, like on and on. John Harbaugh. We always it's my favorite organization. Ravens and give them their props. Yeah. Some idiot can come out and say something that doesn't even make sense. I don't even know what that means. I don't and either. It and it inspires them. But anyway. I mean, we, I mean, we do, we, we do, we do know what it means. But what I thought, you, where I thought you were going to go, because media members and social media members um, are just following suit. Because, and I don't mean to steal your thunder, but you know, talking heads ain't the first person to be dumb when it comes to Lamar Jackson. Like, and I wrote oh, about this. 
I wrote about this for Thursday Night Football after they uh, after they lost the previous game. I want to say it was to Cleveland in part due to a Lamar Jackson pick six. They were they were uh, this was a Thursday night game and I was talking about the fact that even going back to coming out of Louisville Bill Polian's infamous he should switch to receiver all the way up to and through and I'll give it to you here this offseason which more and more people have reflected on so like so not only did he get his contract and have a, a great season. But the MVP, you want to talk about how many coaches have statues and places that they were fired? How many MVPs were available the previous offseason? Yeah. And no, and, and, not, and not only did the team succeed in keeping them, but nobody tried to get them. That, that's where, only with that's where <laughs> I think if you have an agenda, let's say collusion, or if you're trying to make mm-hmm. a statement, it winds up, uh, it makes smart people look dumb. And so... And, and I guess I'll, I'm not going to give them all credit, all, all team owners and general managers credit for being smart, but I'd say the vast majority of them are. I mentioned Lamar Jackson's age. He is a previous MVP. So he wins an MVP yeah. in his second yeah, that's season. that's true. Right. Previous MVP, yeah. and he's about to be an MVP this he's year. So yeah. you've got yeah. a, a two-time, he's going to be a two-time MVP uh, before the age of 28. Uh, you look at his record. Some people don't believe in quarterback starting records. I do. I, that's a stat that I, I pay attention to. It's not everything for me, but I pay attention okay. to it. He's won yeah. a bunch of games. Well, when, it's, when it's that exceptional, then I think it is something. I would agree with that. When it's yeah. that exceptional, like when it when it it's, it's, there's no coincidence when somebody's because what is it? It's the same record at this point as Brady. You know yeah. what I mean? Is there something? There's something to that. Yeah. He's he's won a bunch of games. He's a creator. We all these things. Uh, a very inventive, resourceful quarterback, as well. He can throw it, but he can also do some things uh, on the ground. But this is why I want to. I don't understand this. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't the Carolina Panthers talk to Lamar Jackson? Because the draft happened after. The draft happened after. Yeah, sure. You you got the number one pick, but that doesn't mean you have to move, use the number one pick on Bryce Young. You don't have yep. a quarterback. Because I was having this conversation yep. with somebody yesterday, and they brought up a good point. Brought up a good point. They said, "All right, um, but if you're gonna, if you bring in Lamar, and that team has an established quarterback, and he's just gonna go back to Baltimore anyway, now you got to explain to your your quarterback why you know why were you in pursuit of Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. If you don't want to hurt feelings, I mean, the, I mean, the, I mean, the Browns did it with Deshaun. I mean, like, this, yeah. so what? I mean, it's, if you don't want to hurt boys, feelings, it's business." Yeah. I can understand that being a drawback, but at the time, Carolina, these teams had established quarterbacks. Carolina, Washington, Carolina, Houston, all the Houston did all the team. They got a great right, one. All, all the teams that's at the top of the draft this year looking for quarterbacks could have been in on Lamar Jackson. And let me, but I'll, and, but I'll, and I'll tell you, yeah. And here's another one. Can I tell you another team that has now? This team is probably the worst offender because they have passed on a on an opportunity to get Lamar Jackson twice. That would be the New England Patriots because in 2018, they had two first-round picks. So they could have drafted Lamar Jackson with the second of their first-rounders. Instead, they drafted Isaiah Wynn and Sonny Michelle. Passed on Lamar Jackson in 2018 to have him sit and and, and, and learn from Tom Brady for a year. Then move on from Brady as they did and got Lamar Jackson. 
And the other, and, and this time, they're looking for a quarter. They got Bailey Zappi and Matt Jones, dude. What are you thinking? Thanks, you thanks, thanks for reminding me. That was that was the, that was the second out of three dumb things that NFL types have said or done. Switch to receiver, thirty-second pick in the draft, and let the Ravens of all franchises trade up to get him with Philadelphia, if I recall correctly, and then passing on him in the offseason when he was there for the taking, or if nothing else, just to disrupt. Um, you disrupt Baltimore's relationship. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With him, if nothing else. Um, but here's the answer to your question. You asked, why didn't this team get him? And there's a couple of boxes I want to check here with this, with this sentiment. And that's that. The answer to that question is that not everybody is good at his or her job. Just because they have a job, just because they occupy a position, doesn't mean that they're good at it. Doesn't mean that they should have it. Okay, just because they have a title, okay, doesn't mean that they're good at their job. So I'll stay in Carolina. Technically, he's the employer, not the employee. But I need for David Tepper to get up out of here. Like what? Like for real, for real. Not like personal conduct policy, fine or even suspension that's not going to amount to much because they never come down as hard on owners as the policy suggests that they should. But, like, it's not just a throwing of a drink or whatever, or ice, whatever was in the cup at, at a fan, which the inverse would have gotten that fan removed from the stadium and banned for life or worse, right? That's right. Um, it's that... He's an embarrassment to the league at this point. And he's a type of owner, chairman, whatever you want to call him, that, and I know there's only 32 GM jobs, I know there's only 32 head coaching jobs, but based on what you hear on the inside, based on what you see from the outside, that ain't nobody people want to work for. And poor Bryce Young, hell, he'd have ruined Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm glad he didn't get Lamar Jackson because they'd have found a way to screw that up. Poor Bryce Young. Yeah. His career is being ruined. It's, it's, it ro- fish rots from the, from the top. It rots from the head. This, that, is, that was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen in a long time was an owner losing his cool and throwing his cold drink, as we used to call it, throwing his cold drink on some fans. Like, th- on, he, you, I don't care how much money you have. On, we talk about what a privilege it is to be a part of this league and a privilege it is to play this game. I, you don't you don't belong in this club. You don't belong in this club. That's a GM that's unfortunately got to deal with his shit for the time being. Whether he gets somebody else or another head coach, whatever he's doing, like that team is never talking about color purple, color purple, Michael. That team ain't never that team ain't going nowhere ever as long as he's the owner of that team. He needs that's to, right. I, I wish there was a way to vote him out. Vote him off the island. Get him up out of here the same way they did Dan Snyder. I know it ain't the same person, but there's but they but they're they're same-ish. There's similarities there. Get him up out of here. I'm sick of let's that. Let's make the already. connection though. And, and I agree with you. But let's make this connection, Michael. 
We just talked about owners, multiple, not David Tepper and others, many others, who decided that they didn't even want to talk to Lamar Jackson. They didn't want to, they, they mm-hmm. couldn't talk to him. They wanted to go, I, I remember uh, uh, Jim Irsay saying, well, you know, he wants a guaranteed contract and, and I don't believe in that. Oh, Jim, did you talk to him? Oh, you didn't talk to him. So this is hearsay. Right. You don't even know. Wait, did you call a brother? No, you're just going uh, based on uh, just the scuttlebutt, the gossip. So why don't you yep. do some due diligence and bring him in? But owners who wouldn't do that, and yet David Tepper is in the club, there's a connection here. And the connection is they will take your money, whether you're, uh, whether you're qualified or not. They'll take your money now to be a part of this exclusive club. And so I think that's part of the issue with the NFL and NFL ownership. The only threshold is how much money you got. Oh, oh okay. You got enough money? Good. You'll come on in. And, and at some point, I think the league has to be a little bit more discerning. You can, and, and no, I know this is totally unrealistic. Here I am being idealistic. You can get as much money as you want. At some point, maybe take a little bit less in exchange for somebody who is more in line with what an owner should be, not just for the league, but for a community. Because the NFL and the Shield, I'm not even getting into that. If, you are a, if you're in Carolina, you're in the Carolinas today, you're not proud of yeah. that. You're not no. proud of him. He doesn't represent you, probably doesn't care about your community, uh, is invested only financially, but certainly not what he's doing. Reflect the values. He doesn't know what he's doing, that the, and yet he's got his hands, hands on everything. Yeah, no. Yeah, get so, out of here. Get him out of with you. Get him out of there. All this money that the, that the NFL has, and you've, you've been beating this drum for a long time. What they don't want, they seemingly don't want to spend it on is two things. They don't want to spend it on grass surfaces across, across every stadium. And they don't want to spend it on full-time officials, which is a weekly topic of conversation. And most recently, because of the fiasco between uh, the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys, which, you know, Dan Campbell says he's over. We ain't over it because it's the official team of brother from another. One could argue that the Lions might have been trying to do a little too much and, you know, but no, this is on the officials, okay? Because if, if, if Taylor Decker reported full stop, they screwed up. They screwed, they screwed up. The Lions got screwed. He reported. I don't care if it was, if it was three people coming in. Because listen, you got three kids. I got three kids. Yeah, they all talking to you at once. It's your job to hear them. Okay. It's, it's right. Hold on. One at a time. <laughs> you know, yeah, something. Exactly. Like slowing down. Make sure who's you in? understood who, who's reporting. Who? Because as I said before, forget about the fact that they may be downgraded and not available to the playoffs. Jobs are on the line. Legacies are on the line. Seasons are on the line. That mistake, while the Lions had no choice but to move on, who knows what it may cost everybody. We talked about the Cowboys only needing to win uh, to win a division. That's not the case, I believe, if they lose this game to the Lions. You know, it's just it, it, there's a domino effect or even a butterfly effect or whatever from no your screw up. But th- having said that, though, I know you're on in the full time official and I go back to the theme that I said before. Uh, that I want to cover, which is just because you have a job doesn't mean you good. You're good at it. I don't know that that's a full time thing. I think that that's a just a a human or b incompetence, respectfully, thing. 
I don't know that it's a matter of if if if, if, yeah. if was it uh, Scott Allen, uh, Scott, what's the official name? Scott Allen. I forget his name. Sorry, but I, I don't know. What, I, I know Allen is Allen is the Brad last Allen, name. Brad Allen. Allen. Yeah, Brad Allen. Brad, if Brad Allen. Allen I don't know that if Brad Allen is a full-time employee that he avoids that mistake no more than should be pointed out. There was a tripping call on they the Dallas Cowboys they instead of it. Aiden Hutchinson. Right. That the, the, so the Lions, in theory, should even had an opportunity to go for two uh, and win the game. Um, so I don't know if it's a full... I, I keep saying I hear where you're coming from. Optically, it would make sense for uh, this league that's making billions on billions to, if nothing else, make us all feel better about the integrity of the product by investing in full-time officials. I still don't know that that is the answer to these screw-ups. I think it's human well, beings. Yeah. I think the game is fast, and I think it all evens out at the end, but at a certain point, it's just something we got to kind of live with as long as human yeah, beings I, are officiating these games. I don't think it's the answer. And I've never felt like it's the answer to solve things because you, you'll see mistakes okay. and you see mistakes in sports that do have full-time officials and you think, wow, what were they thinking? Right. It's one of the walks of life. People have full-time yeah. jobs and are not yeah. good at those jobs. Yeah. That joke kind of right. That joke kind of writes itself to anybody watching us. right I, now. I know. But, you know I know. I'm just, I'm, just yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm still leave that one alone. I'm going to leave that one alone. But, I, but I, I'm going to say this. Talk about uh, glass houses, throwing bricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. I would say part of the culture, though, they part of the culture of the NFL for years and years has been to just rely on part-time officials. And, and I think the culture, I think the culture from the officiating standpoint and from the league standpoint needs to change. So we understand uh, that, that Mr. Allen, you know, made a big mistake. He made a big mistake that cost the Detroit Lions a game and potentially the number one seed. I don't know. I don't know. How many how many wins do the 49ers have right now? 13? Right? Uh, no, 49ers have 13? Oh, okay, no, or, or 12. 12. 12. 12 and 4, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right, so they're in the mix. If yeah. We don't know what would happen in the last game of the season. I think I know what's going to happen in the last game of the season. But that would have been the 12th win for Detroit. So they're still in the mix for the number one seed at that point. They were going to win that game. But so we know we made a mistake. But why won't the league, and this, like, this is infuriating to me, and the NBA does it and still doesn't get it right. Hey, we're going to go to Secaucus because LeBron complained about it the other night when they missed a clear three-point, a good three-pointer that he made against Minnesota. They called it. Yeah. They said it was online. It was not. They right. go to Secaucus. LeBron says, somebody back there eating a ham sandwich made the call. Great line. All right. Why doesn't the NFL have any kind of override apparatus? You got it wrong. We understand. It was quick. You got confused. We have video all over the place. We got it. We're going to well, come do. in they, and tell you to correct they it. They do. That well, happen I mean, they, in the league? No, I mean they do, but they don't. They don't correct. They're not able to correct judgment, or they're not able to. They're not able to administer judgment. when it comes to procedure. This was procedure. This was this was straight up procedure. Like there was nobody that could call in from you know central from command central and say, hey, actually Decker did report. 
You got yes, you, you screwed it up. Like we've done it now. How we got we got we got we see the it's, video. It's, 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 it's his word. No, but the conversation is his word. It was his word. That's why those pool reports ain't worth the paper they printed on. Yeah. Like what, that, that was that was just him. That was just him. And that was an operations mistake more than that was. Oh no, his foot wasn't on the line, or he did have control. You know what I mean? That's just that's what I'm saying. That's just like that's just not doing your job well. I don't yeah. know. If there's, and, I don't know. If there's a, if there's a fix for that in particular. Yeah, I, I think I think there needs to be there there needs to be more of a collaborative. There's the word. Uh, okay. The 21st century. There needs to be a more collaborative approach of smart people who are invested in getting it right, who are passionate about getting it right, not, hey, I'm going to pass the buck. I'm going to protect myself. I just want to keep this thing. Yeah. No, I am. Why am I here? I'm here because I want to get it right. And and shame on them. Shame on them. Now you just lost your opportunity. Not that you deserved it, but now you lost your opportunity to be a part of the postseason. Same crew. Well, same crew, and you would way, think that screwed up the blatant pass interference. Pass it wasn't interference. Yeah. The Packers right. Chiefs game. Um, and and the just, shame of it all is that there are a lot of there are a lot of good officials who really? do a good job. Yeah, no, there are who do a good job yeah. and you know, it's like like long snappers. Make calls and make the right calls and get it right and we don't talk about it. But when something like this happens, we talk about it. And then and then the last The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. on this theme of people who are bad at their jobs. Um, Denver Broncos management within the context of this Russell Wilson situation uh, that happened last week that we haven't had a chance to weigh in on um, under the under the guise of 23 business that we outstanding business that we need to handle going into 24. Not only was it dirty for all the reasons that everybody's probably already articulated. But the more I think about it, the more it just strikes me as just dumb. Why? Because it's Why like, it well, because it wasn't well thought out. It wasn't well thought out because here's the thing. Like, if you don't want to be on the hook for $37 million in 2025, okay, because Russell Wilson got injured in 2023, that's completely understandable and not unprecedented. That's completely understandable. So if you're the Denver Broncos. If you want to bench him back at the bye week, then just bench him. You ain't got to ask him. You ain't got to negotiate yeah. with him. Just bench him. Just say, hey, man, we're shutting you down. But the problem is they wanted his cake and eat it, too. They wanted to keep him because they probably at that point still felt like he had the best chance of winning or gave him the best chance of winning or at least wanted to give off the impression that they wanted to give themselves the best chance of winning. But hey, let us off the hook for this this guarantee that's guaranteed for injury, you know, the fifth day of the league year in, in 2024. You know, we don't we don't want to be on the hook in case you get hurt. But this is why it's dumb. He says no, understandably so. And you still playing for seven more games. And then when you bench him with two games left in the season, 
under the cover of we want a spark from Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. He's the back. He's the backup. So if Jared in a, in a season where 60 dudes have played quarterback so starting a quarterback. So if Jared Stidham were to get hurt, guess who's back in the game? Russell yeah. Wilson. When the smart thing to do would have been to say, hey, Russ, hey, player, we're benching you. You ain't that good. You ain't that good to begin with. You're not a fit with Sean Payton. This ain't working out. We ain't trying to be on the hook for your money. Put him in a position. Put him in a position to, to if he if he wants to play. You know, y'all, we often say like we're, we're, we're like dealing with people like let them think it's their idea. You know, so they'll right. buy into it. Put him in a position to voluntarily waive his injury guarantee if he wants to keep playing. But what made you think that that wasn't gonna get out? What made you think that you could do that? Bluff, he called your bluff, and nobody ever find out about it. It's Russell Wilson you're dealing with. You don't think this dude know how to play politics? Now you look silly when if you'd have just done it, or if you weren't gonna do it back in the bye week, if you wanted to do it with two games left, and you had never gone to him and, and tried to extort him, nobody would have been the wiser and nobody would have blamed you. Because at the end of the day, Russell Wilson, I don't care what his stats say, he's not that good. Say what you want about Sean Payton, Russell Wilson's not that good. Okay, two things can be true. Sean Payton could be a problem. Russell Wilson cannot be the solution, okay? So if you bench him with two games left, because because of the obvious financial reasons, I don't think many people would be critical of that move. It did it with Derek Carr last year. The problem is that you asked a grown-ass man to give to give up his guarantee. Yeah, well, that's and tried to problem. extort him. That was dirty and dumb. They didn't think it through. But they're okay, in positions of power. I, I give you that. That's part of the problem. Uh, is that it was dirty and dumb. The other part of the problem. And I like uh, seeing the, the NFLPA calling him out on this. Part of the problem is just the contract. It's just the way the NFL does contracts. So it, if, you, if you sense a thing from me today, I guess it's just revolution. It's rebellion, okay? I just want a revolution, man. Right, we, we can't keep doing what we're doing and pretend like it's okay. So for two years in a row, Jared Stidham, you, you know, you said Russell Wilson's not that good. You know who's worse than Russell Wilson? <laughs> Jared, Jared Stidham. Stidham. Yeah. You know who's yeah. worse than Derek Carr? Jared Stidham. Jared so Stidham. two years ago, yeah. AFC West coaches have said, we're going to get a spark from Jared Stidham. And they're both full of it. Josh McDaniels and Sean Payton, totally full right. of it. You're lying. Totally. You're lying. They're not better than your guy. And so it's already bad enough that these players – truly are putting their lives on the line, no exaggeration, putting their lives on the line every week playing pro football. We know the risk uh, the risk involved with the sport. We already know they're not fully guaranteed contracts. But now Correct. you're taking something that's not solid anyway, that's already fluid, and now you're totally destroying the spirit of something that is signed, the limited amount, the, the, the 75% that they do get guaranteed or 65%, whatever it is in, mm-hmm. in each case, you're taking that and you're lying and you're going away from the spirit of that agreement, which was not a great agreement in the first place. So I think right. if, if I wish, I wish, does the league have a commissioner? I don't know. But if the league had a commissioner, yeah, but Mike, the commissioner would shut this down. The commissioner yeah, Mike, would shut it down and say, we can't do this. 
No, but see, I, I, I respect, I respect, I respect where you're coming from, but I have to respectfully disagree on whether or not the Broncos have a right to do this. They don't have a right. It's not right to go to this man and ask him and again, uh, extort him, blackmail him, whatever the right phrase is and say, hey, if you don't do X, we're going to do Y. Like that, that was wrong. Full stop. Full stop. That was wrong. But there is no, to my knowledge, clause in the CBA that dictates that a team has to pay, play a pay a player. No, no, a player. They, don't. they have to pay that player, but they don't yeah. have to play that player. You and but I, in our business, there's pay, there's pay or play clauses in our contract. Nobody has to put us but on. We know air. what it is. They just have That's, to pay us. See, but we know, but we know what's happening here. I, you're right. You're right. I can't go into. I can't go into. Uh, let me check. Okay. I mentioned New England earlier. New England's a good example. Or Pittsburgh. I can't go to Mike Tomlin and say, no, hey, you got to play Kenny Pickett. No, Mason Rudolph's got to go to the bench. I can't say that. Right. I can't go right. to Belichick and say, hey, you got to play Mac Jones, uh, not Bailey Zappi. But those are, those, are, those are football decisions, clearly. We know it. You know it when you see it. Judges, we know it when we see it. We know what this is about. We know why but it's, they but it's did. still not wrong. But that's that's it, it still wrong because that you it's, just it's, because it's, you, it's you, wrong you, for them you, to not want to be on the hook for thirty seven million dollars. They went about it the wrong way, but it's not wrong. Hey, now you got to manipulate it. You got to minute. So hey, listen, Commissioner, don't tell me anything. I don't want to hear this. You know what? You know why everybody's playing each other this weekend? You know why the Commanders are playing the Cowboys and the Eagles are playing the Giants and the Patriots are playing the Jets? Because the Commissioner. A few years ago, came out and said, "I don't like the way we're manipulating the games, and it's unfair yeah. that teams are sitting starters out to get the results that they want. So we're going to make these games competitive and make them divisional right. games. Division games, yeah. So it's because it's about the spirit of the game. Well, the same thing is happening here. This, you, okay. You're messing with the so, you're messing with the spirit of the game. So I so I'm hearing you. No." It's better I'm, I'm he- because you don't want to I'm hearing it. you. So I'm hearing you in the spirit of revolution, okay, that, that you're operating under. I hear you. I do. And just generally speaking, we do agree. Because it's not, but this is, this is not a new thing. And it's not exclusive to the NFL where these contracts work one way. We, I mean, you and I both know, hey, they can cut you at any point. They're not fully yes. guaranteed contracts. They can cut you at any point. They could trade you at any point, which is why you, me, and many others well, hip enough to this game know never to criticize players who hold out for more money or who demand or request trades because their contract demands aren't being met. Okay, Lamar Jackson. All right, like get your money. Get your money because whenever, whenever necessary, they will show you the door when they deem it necessary. Or in this case, try to manipulate it to where they don't have to pay you in 2025. But from a, from a team building perspective, Michael, I, I say again, it's not unprecedented. Financial moves are made all the time, whether it's contract restructurings, contract renegotiations, or flat out cutting or trading somebody. To not want to be on the hook for 2025 is understandable given Russell Wilson's flaws, stats notwithstanding. So 
I think we agree on we agree on both. They went about it the wrong way. We agree that NFL contracts ain't worth the paper that they're printed on. Not at all. But in this, but in this instance, I think we could also agree that like, would you want to be on the hook for Russell Wilson for thirty seven million twenty twenty five? I would not. And here's a compromise. Here's more of a compromise, and this is this is an NFLPA issue, and it, and, it, and it can't. There's nothing that can be done about it until just realistically, and as much as I'm talking about revolution, I know how the I know how the game works, and there will be no substantial changes to contracts and how business is done until there is a new collective bargaining agreement. I mean, these things are collectively bargained, and so they're, they're, they operate within those parameters. So this exists because the CBA says you can do it this way. But I think the compromise, if I'm the players, the next contract, I said, well, you can't put this stuff in here because we've seen it happen already. You can't put in, hey, this is guaranteed in 2025 if – there's no injury here in 2023. We're already, so you're being benched. In other words, Russell and Derek Carr, you're being benched in one season because your employers are not thinking about this season or the next season, but the season after well, that. Well, but no, no, no. Hold on. But and they also agreed to that. Con- no, no, no. I'm just saying, I, no, but they also agreed to that contract. Like, That's if what you I'm don't want to be at the, I would say could- take that out. Okay, okay. Because if, if you didn't want to be at the mercy of that clause, right? Finish Don't your season sign. healthy, and it's still fully guaranteed, and not just for injury until the fifth day of the league year. It's only for injury right, right now. If if you want to avoid this kind of situation, the longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Fight for the fully guaranteed. Okay, before we go, um, we, talk, we didn't even talk about what happened in 2024 already, which is two excellent college football playoff semifinal games, which is a rarity. Did you know that there were more games decided by three or more touchdowns? Eight than by one score, five in the playoff era entering last night. And we had two fantastic games, which I'll just get off a couple of takes real quick, rapid fire style. One, um, the college football playoff committee is still not off the hook for me. That should have been Florida State. I don't give a damn what happened with all the opt outs against against Georgia. It should have been Florida State. Should have been Florida State. I know. Hey, Florida State. Should have been Florida State. Should have been Florida State. Can I just say this real fast about Florida State before we get to this? If you were trying to prove a point to to people, hey, y'all made a mistake. Y'all made a mistake. Then you don't bring your crew to the game. You lose. Hey, hey. They made, you lost by they 60 emotional points. Decision. You ain't got nothing to they say. Emotional decision. Invalid. Okay? No, it's not nothing. invalid. It's not invalid. Because, because I don't care, I don't care that Alabama gave Michigan a good game. Who's to say that Florida State wouldn't have gave them just as good a game or won it? The uh, point uh, is, let it be the side on the field. Oh, no, they, they they, Florida State, they were boycotting. You talk about revolution. You just set up and preaching about revolution, and they took a stand. They took a stand against the system. Okay, Alabama. What, okay, speaking of horrible, what the hell kind of call was that? A quarterback draw up the middle against the strength of Michigan's defense. That was a terrible call. That was a terrible call. Um, but, but great game nonetheless. 
Um, I want to know how sick to your stomach you are about seeing Michigan flourish. And then quickly, Man. Michael Penix Jr., that's a bad boy. I'm too old. I was too old to stay up last night. I went to sleep early, just like I did on New Year's Eve. But that boy, that's a bad boy, ass. Michael Penix so Jr. I am. Hey. I had to watch the highlight. But I saw enough of Michael Penix to know that he's him. I saw I saw enough of that to know yeah. to know that he's gonna make some team happy when he negotiates his guaranteed contract. Lefty lefty release from the hip. He actually he really does shoot from the hip. It's crazy. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, he does. I, I would I would say this about Michigan quickly. Michigan, I can't stand them. You know that, uh, uh, that know as can. well. It's noted. That's why I saved it for last. But if I had to put a little my bet to your money, if I had to bet on who's going to win the national championship, I got to give it up to them. One thing about Harbaugh's teams, Jim Harbaugh's teams, whether he was in San Francisco, Stanford, now in Michigan, they just come at you, man. They're so, they're so physical. You know what they're going to do. He doesn't try to hide it. What they really want to do is pound you in the running game. Uh, they feel like they're going to come in. They're going to be bigger, badder, tougher. Uh, they will impose their will. So his teams are always get John like that. Harbaugh to fix those special teams. I, have, I respect. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the other. Gotta get John. So Michigan, Michigan's probably going to win a national championship. I have to deal with that. It sucks, but they're probably going to win. Uh, yeah. Welcome, you think welcome to your first national it? championship since what 1997. Anyway. You think Jim Lever? Thomas plays, Michael, were from winning teams in late game situations. You weren't up for this. You were asleep. It came down to the final second between Washington oh, and that. Texas. They Part like of the reason. Plays. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, this sounds so. What happened? This sounds so bad. This sounds so bad. Okay, I, I'm just going to say it. The kid who got hurt, what was his injury? Do you know? Kid was on the yeah. field. There was a kid who was on the field. That, and I hope he's- that, that saved him. That saved him the time. That saved him like thirty-five seconds or whatever it was. Yeah, I yeah. would have been like, if I was his teammates, bro, you better get your ass up right now. Get off the field. <laughs> I'm gonna roll you off the field. You're killing us. So he was on the field, but that's not the dumbest. That dumbest play running yeah. into the kid on the on the punt, on the fair catch, and then in the Michigan game, almost. Muffing that, what what a way that would have been to lose in the semifinals. Oh, you muff it. Credit to him though. Stupid play on this part. Hold on to the ball. Able to recover and hold on to the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was it was exciting games. I, again, I, I will die on that hill. It should have been Florida State. It is not up to them to determine what would happen. That's thing. Whatever. Um, we'll talk about Harbaugh because you know. Hiring Don Yee, Brady and Sean Payton's agent. He might not be long for Michigan. He might go out on top. Um, all right, man. We'll try to be better next time. <laughs> yeah, I, I about so. people being bad. Talk about people being bad at their jobs. I, I, I walk right into that one. Yeah. <laughs> or did I preemptively avoid that <laughs> by acknowledging the hypocrisy involved? <laughs> hey, was uh, was Florida State bad at their job? Against Georgia? I think so. They decided not to do it. They decided not to go to work. That's worse. For free. Don't quit. Quitters. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.